Welcome to Damage Boost. Today we're talking Adventure Time. So let's jump into it. Okay, today we have an, a now reoccurring guest, um, who you might remember from our Team Fortress 2 episode, um, who has one of the most, uh, I would say, unique voices, and like perfect for radio, like the deepness. Um, if you ever listen to Chicago radio, uh, sports guy Danny Parkins, you kind of remind me of him, uh, which he's a young, he's like he's in his early 30s and already doing like primetime radio in Chicago. But a uh, random individual. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm as 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 uh, as a put. Yeah, I cannot speak already. Wow, great start <laughs> to the podcast, everybody. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I'm hi. I'm random individual. Um, yeah, you might remember me from Team Fortress Two, and if you haven't uh, and you don't remember me, have you watched the episode? Watch it. But anyway, uh, yeah, we're, we're I guess we're talking Adventure Time. Um, I'm doing good. Um, I hope Brock's doing good. Uh, the 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 host guy, you know. Um, I'm off to a really horrible start right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing great, man. Um, I am surviving just like everybody in their mid thirties who every millennial is just so so tired and waiting for the void to call us. Uh, <laughs> uh, so and nothing like the apocalypse can't fix. Yeah, that I'd say the void and the apocalypse are perfect segues for this. So, um, <laughs> we'll we'll start with touch on a little bit of some games and crossovers and then end the show because the show itself um i am 30 god i think i'm 34 i'm not 35 yet i think i'm 34 anyway um it's it's something that came out i think it was towards the end of my college maybe even post-college for me um so i kind of missed the 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 but it came out actually the, the short originally aired when I was in high, my senior year of high school, and the show debuted my towards the senior year of college for me. So, like, it came out a time where um, it was, I wasn't going to get to see it like I would have shows either before or after. Like, that was right at the time where I immediately took, like, a factory job out of college to pay student loans. So I was working third shift. You know, I, I wasn't going to see a lot. So I, I unfortunately, like, I knew of the show and had seen things in a... You know, I love uh, Joe DiMaggio, the voice actor, and I knew he was a part of it. And I knew it was good for what I've seen, but I didn't get exposed to the show until much later when my kids discovered it on HBO Max, um, which led to them wanting to play the games. Uh, my, my, I have twin boys, and um, they got a bunch of e like Nintendo eShop cards for the birthday. One of the things they bought was to know or not uh, Battle Crashers, which is like a Cartoon Network crossover game, and it's fine. It's a side scroller. It's for I think it was like two, two, three bucks for two or three bucks. It's it's perfect. It's perfectly fine. It's a fun little beat 'em up. I'm kind of you surprised know. you can only get like two or three bucks. I thought it'd be like at least five. Yeah, I mean, it, they, it, I mean that game looks more honestly like it kind of looks like like the kind of thing you find from like a mobile game. Yeah, it's like a souped-up version of that. It, it's a little more on the Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo side of uh, like a side scroller. So I like it is. 
better than a mobile game, but it's not like, you know, you're, I'm not going to buy it it's off not, Steam. It's not like a high-end sort of thing. It works perfectly on the Switch because it also feels mobile because they pretty much play it off the dock all the time anyway. And, like, yeah. for traveling, that game, that, it works fine. And, like, Jake and... They, they only bought it... He only bought it because Jake and Finn are in it. Like, any crossover things they get... Um, like it's Again, it's perfectly fine if you got... I think we might have got it on sale too, but you know, pay a couple bucks. It's it's fun. It's play on a plane, on driving the car, whatever. Uh, the one I do want to focus on a little bit before we get to the show is um, the multiverse, which everybody doesn't know. Multiverses, yeah. It's just not a bad fighting game. It's not for me. I mean, not to sound like a pretentious asshole, but you know, I for I've grown up with Smash Brothers series, and for uh, a crossover fighting game. Um, that that is it for me because I'm not good at fighting games. Like I loved Mortal Kombat and um, oh god, um, blanket not Tekken, but there's another one. Mortal Kombat and I actually really like Dead or Alive because the the that was one of the first ones I played that the environments changed when you fight, which was really cool, um, and a little bit of Street Fighter. But those games, you once they got more focused to online play, I, I can't compete with those people. But Smash Brothers is more of a party game. That's what Multiverse is. Multiverse, again, for anybody who doesn't know, is every, all the pro- uh, properties owned by Warner Brothers, So, um, which is Cartoon Network is owned by. So you got, what, uh, Wonder Woman, Batman, Shaggy, I think Velma? Yeah, Vel- Velma's part the... of the cast. I think you also got, like, Iron Giant, uh, Superman, uh... LeBron James from... Fucking LeBron uh, James, yeah, yeah, from the hit movie Space Jam A New Legacy. <laughs> God, that movie sucked so bad. By Honestly, the way. yeah, I don't blame you. I really don't. I I personally enjoyed it, but that, that that's not really like a good like enjoyment. It's more like a like a really like really heavy like mind candy like brain candy sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess again, I'm old as fuck. So like original Space Jam, Michael Jordan. I you know I I grew up in Illinois, Chicago Bulls. Like you you can't beat that shit. And I think it leaned into its campiness and did not focus on the acting. I almost forgot like the Looney Tunes were in that movie and the new one because they didn't like there was no focus on it. They weren't really they were only there because it was Space Jam and they focused so much on LeBron trying to act, which was not not good. Like they didn't lean into the campiness. It was too serious. Ironically, and it was about it was driven by an evil computer that was focused on numbers and basically generating things for money which when what's his name took over when fucking david zaslav yeah fucking magna maga fame because he's a hardcore trump guy which surprise surprise cutting a lot of the animation especially animation by queer and you know uh non-cis creators fucking shocked um, and yeah, and well, you know, he's gonna make more Harry Potter movies. What a surprise! Yeah, yeah, fucking Christ. Um, but the game itself actually pretty solid. Again, they only literally play it for Jake and Finn, um, and their power ups are great and fun. Oh, and shit, fuck. So I'm so sorry. That was my alarm to get ready for the podcast recording. We were, <laughs> supposed, we were supposed to start in like a half hour, and then he texted me like two hours before and saying, "Hey, I'm ready when you are," and I was like, "Oh God." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's my bad. I I'm up all the time. I don't sleep anymore. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's it, you got it's a mindset, really. I guess. So I have you? I don't even know anymore. Have you played um the multiverse? Uh, um, uh, yeah, I have played multiverses. Guy? Um, actually, in its uh, closed, I think it was actually its closed alpha stage. I was invited to do that. Um, 
what well, when like the embargo was lifted. I didn't do like any streaming for it, but I did play it for a few hours, and it was really really fun. I yeah. really enjoyed playing Finn particularly because of my Emphasis Time bias, and on top of that, he was also really fun to play as. I know like a lot of people were like against his like up B like being like a great finisher and shit, but I didn't care because I was a Finn main at the time. But then like when we get to like the open beta in season one. Because so many more people were trying to play multiverses, it was so much more laggy, and it it, it just became like sort of like it was definitely a turnoff for me. Cause like they're they're like like the hitboxes like was online, it's it a lot of the time some of the time uh, like some of the things to register as hits that don't really shouldn't that shouldn't be registered as hits. It's mostly just fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like like, I mean. There was definitely an attempt. I'll tell. I'll give him that. There was definitely an attempt for online, because like the uh, they're doing rollback net code and all that shit. But like, to be to be perfectly honest with you, I just like, I don't really ha- feel the hype anymore. I really don't. Yeah, I think it died pretty quick. Um, and it's one of those weird things. Like, I get really frustrated where everything has to be a smash killer. That's a fighting game that's coming out. Like yeah. the Nintendo. I don't know if not Nintendo. Um, if. Nickelodeon still supports their fighting game that came out. Um, even I and I, I don't think it was a bad game at all. Like I actually had fun with that game, and I for me it was. I don't know if it was marketed towards people my age in particular, but there was a lot of nostalgia for like that '90s era uh, Nickelodeon cartoons and the characters they came out. Well, they had Jimmy Neutron's dad, didn't they? Like oh yeah, they had Hugh Neutron. I think it was like a campaign or something which worked. I'm really happy that it worked, honestly. Like, like it's it's like one of those like rare like fan campaigns that I actually I was actually rooting for. Yes, me too, because it was pretty pure, honestly. Unlike the Snyderverse. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I swear, un- God, most of those guys are just fucking bots. You cannot convince me otherwise. The, Enough about remember, that, though. Do you remember the weird PlayStation one they tried to do a while ago? Oh, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Oh, dude. It was so bad. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, it was so bad. And yet somehow I want a really bad sequel, too, just because just, just it would be really funny. It, yeah, well, like, it kind of bummed me out because I, like, I am a... And I've done with um, with Alex from Super GG Radio. We've been going through... I think we got through the first three. We need to get back on it. But he had a kid, so we 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 ran a little long time. But yeah, we went through a review in every cut scene or every like victory cut scene for the first three twisted metals. I love the universe and how it was built, how it's kind of campy for the first three anyway. And like so, to see Sweet Tooth kind of because the uh, the I know twisted metal it's getting a TV show, but the video game rights are in a weird who truly owns it kind of hell thing that I, similar to the Friday Thirteenth movie franchise. But yeah. like, and I I love that he was getting a little bit of shine, but then the game sucked so bad that it didn't matter. Like, cause he was kind of going to be the mascot essentially for that. And uh, then, you're talking about like the clown guy, right? Yeah, the um, he didn't originally have flaming hair, but I think they have. He has fire for hair now. Yeah, which is yeah, it's, I know it's, you're it's talking about. Isn't right. Anthony Mackie supposed to be in the TV show? I I think he's like the main guy, but I don't know who like the main guy is. Like, if it's like. If they're going to do like they did for the new Mortal Kombat and have a new character who's essentially the avatar for the audience, which I don't like. I always think that's yeah. kind of lazy. Like, you can just take a character who's in there. Because, like, Twisted Metal has a huge character. For, like, for fucking Mortal Kombat, I, and I, I, uh, what's his name who directed it and produced it? He's really cool. He's responded to me a lot on Twitter. Um, 
but my biggest issue with that movie is the the generic avatar guy his power was dumb and he was boring the mortal Kombat yeah. has probably over close to 100 characters a lot over its history you could have just picked any of those and like figured out a way to make it work lore wise or not because mortal Kombat the lore kind of doesn't fucking matter yeah um so uh i don't have to go to go too off topic because yeah, like, I think that's what we did like last time too. Like around the second half, we were just talking about like whatever came to our heads at the time. Uh, no, sorry, my my love for Mortal Kombat kind of takes over sometimes. But um, yeah, yeah. No, with the multiverse, um, we, we talked about it like kind of dying. It it is free to play, right? Unless yeah. you do like the battle pass, and I think that's the best and worst thing for it. And when it comes like, uh. It's great that's free. I'm glad it. I wouldn't have probably purchased it um, at like the retail price if it was sixty or and then was still sixty, or even probably forty. I think the most I might have paid for it would have been twenty, which I don't think they're gonna do with having all that IP. But I think the fact that it is free to play, so they're putting they can't put as much into everything outside of like the core mechanics of the game because they are relying on just that that battle pass money essentially to come in as opposed to Nintendo they're not only you're paying for extra characters but you're paying 60 bucks so they put a lot into like a story mode into the other modes um the way the game looks the refining it I mean they put so much work to it and I don't think that again that they don't they do there's enough in this game for free it's fine but yeah the high I think and you if you disagree Please let me know. I think the hype died because there's just not enough meat outside of getting to play as those characters for that first hour or two. Where you're like, this is pretty cool. Yeah, no, I I agree with you completely on that. Really, I just uh, I I did kind of feel the hype die down and like with that along with the the lag and stuff. Um, it, it, it yeah, honestly, like it hasn't even come to season two yet, and I already feel like it kind of died down. Really, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, and. It just it's kind of a bummer because like yeah for for me um they're like getting to have your characters exposed to new people is always like really really cool um the with the nintendo one i can't remember what's fucking called like all-star brawl or something my my kids all-star brawl one yes my kids getting to see like and asking about some of the characters that are in it uh in particular for me the original cartoon run of the Ninja Turtles, and they have Shredder. And oh yeah, I forgot about that. I almost which, forgot there that was that was a thing in the game. Which I I don't think they end up using um, old audio clips. Uh, the dad from Fresh Prince, Uncle Phil, who passed away unfortunately, um, oh, yeah. a while ago. He was the original Shredder voice, and I oh, I, I thought didn't it would have been yeah. Um, he I think he's actually been dead for like fifteen years. Oh but yeah, he, no, I, I knew he was dead, but I didn't know he played Shredder. <laughs> I didn't either until recently. I think it was shortly after he had passed away. People talked about characters you may not know what he did, and now like now listen to it. I'm like, oh, I can totally fucking hear it. <laughs> like it's there, and the like, dude put a lot into it. Um, yeah. Side note: before we get back to Adventure Time, the best. Honestly, I love the '90s cartoon, but the best version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was the early like 2010, 2012 run with the 3D animation. Oh, dude, I still need to watch that show, honestly. So I'm like... Fucking good. The first three I, the, seasons I think the particular. La, I think the last TMNT thing I watched was the new Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie on Netflix. 
which I hear is really good. Like, yeah, I it is really good. Great. Honestly, like the animation is pure eye candy, dude. Like it's 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 so astonishing what that stu- that animation studio is able to do with like that series and Monkey Kid, the Lego the Lego uh, Monkey Kid series. I don't think you've even heard of that, but like it's spelled like monkey. It's in like M O N K I E, not like E Y. You know? Yeah. Just I, look I, it up, and you'll see some really good clips. Awesome. I think Sean Shimo plays like one guy who plays Goku in Dragon Ball. I I'm a big like I don't mind like with these series getting like re- reboots reskins because that's what they're for. They're just to entertain people. Like I I'm yeah. not like I think for um, so I like that there's so many versions of the turtles that are good. Like I I'm cool with it. Like we don't there doesn't have to be just one, and that's the only one. It's as opposed to movies where I think that can be overdone, but. Yeah. Um, so I want to jump to the Adventure Time cartoon um, and kind of focus on that because we're we're almost twenty minutes in and have not touched oh, yeah. on that yet. Yeah, I don't um, even know how long we're we're gonna have this recording for. Like like forty minutes, an hour. I don't even know. Well, we we gotta touch on the show because like we had yeah. talked about, and um, I, I want to hear um, in a second like your origins. You're you're much younger than me, and like yeah. when that show hit you because. I started watching, paying attention to it um, in the last year or so, um, and I'm again as an adult, as a father, um, and the show hits hard unexpectedly, um, and we'll we'll get through it. Like on its surface, it's like really silly, kind of uh, essentially dick and fart jokes almost. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it, it, it honestly, and this might be a bad comparison. Um, I'm a big Kevin Smith fan, and I think his show, movies, um, for anybody who actually watches them, have so much fucking heart. And um, I don't want to spoiler spoil uh, Clerks Three, but like so much more emotional impact than people are willing to give them credit for ever or even look for. And that's the show too. Like I, when I first saw it, I'm like, this is kind of funny and didn't really pay much attention to it. Not seeing the true, like amazing art that was in front of me, but I had kind of, I needed to pay attention a little bit more to see. So how, like what about when in your life did the show hit you? And did you see that right off the bat? Um, so I started watching the show around 2011. I noticed it was on Cartoon Network, which I just started getting to at the time, along with a regular show. And I don't know. And like back when it was airing, then I think it was on like season three or something. Um, and like at the time, it was more like a like it felt more like a some like mindless uh, um, kids show, which I, I really liked as a kid, of course. Um, so so honestly, like back then, I like really. Uh, Got into it, but then once season three, um, the Christmas special aired, Holly Jolly Secrets, with like the Ice King being revealed to be this human named Simon Petchkov, um, like like back in like human days, which I didn't even fucking think about, like what right. happened with like humans because apparently humans were, like the last human on Earth, so like I was really I wasn't even thinking about that as a kid, so like like that like the show started getting into deep elements like that that was when like it really connected with me like as a kid like that's when I started getting like really deep plot points and like as Adventure Time went on as it more matured it, I matured so I matured with it you know like it just like I guess it just sort of uh, as soon as I had like more of those deep layers uh, it sort of like just resonated with me more as I grew up until like uh, 2018 or so when it ended I, or then I guess like also in like 
as of like last year when like uh they had the hbo max special thing which i have not seen i need to check out oh yeah definitely watch it after you finish the show as a whole yeah it, it has like a bunch like most of his stuff is after the show ends um so you talked about how you know how it started registering registering with you more you know as you get older you kind of you know f- felt more of it and um i'm gonna read you just a little clip of an interview with one of the creators um uh crap i don't remember which one um but it he it, it talks about they talk about how um the show is uh, surprisingly mature. Can you talk about um, the things that kind of make it mature? Like, well, we cover things like suicide. Uh, and he's like, yeah. yeah. The quote is, yeah, there's suicide, there's betrayal, there's alternate realities, there's issues with abandonment in families, and families. Um, and turning forging new families is a real romance, a uh, very real heartbreak that follows it. Um, he also goes on to talk about what the characters struggle to deal with growing and what it is to grow up, but they're cute with the way they're about it. You often laugh with them, but underneath it all, there's a tragedy. There's a beauty in the tragedy, and they talk. And he also goes on to talk about teen or Finn being a teenage boy who fucks up like a teenage boy, and how yeah. he learns involve his relationships. Now, right? There's a couple ways you can look at it. Um, again, I I I started my childhood was kind of coming in the middle to the end of like the satanic panic with like D and D from the eighties and the early nineties. And then like freaking out about video games and all that shit that conservatives do because they're bored. Um, I think telling and helping kids learn about these emotions rather and these things, rather than just keeping them away from it as much is better. But it's not like you can, you know, I'm not going to go up to my nine year old son of like people die. Nothing happens after we die. You know, uh, mean, uh, life is meaningless. Do what you want. That's that's not that's not how you want to teach them. You know, you want to yeah. you want to put it in a way that is appropriate for the age, that is digestible, and that helps them get to the next step of learning about it, right? Yeah. So, like, and this show deals with these things, like we talked about: suicide, um, relationships, death, uh, abandonment, found family. Um, as opposed to dealing with your your blood family when they're terrible people, which we can talk about later. Um, also, there's also going to be spoilers for this show. We're going to talk about it from the beginning to end. Um, yeah. So, but um, like for example, most recently, I had a, a close family member who uh, committed suicide, and oh. um, obviously that was really hard for me. Um, still is. I mean, I guess it doesn't quit being hard, but. Um, it was the first time my kids had kind of had to, like, and we didn't directly, like, she, you know, be like, they killed themselves, here's what that is, but, um, when we talked about it, we, we approached it into, you know, broke it up, like, you know, people pass away, sometimes people pass away young, and that was kind of like a whoa thing for them, but, you know, we had to slowly build them into it, and I think watching, having a show like this, probably, that they have been watching, helps them kind of get grasp that concept and those concepts not necessarily yeah. suicide but these real issues in ways that are di- again digestible and maybe even subconscious for them like they've seen these characters like, i remember for me it was the 90s x-men kind of dealt with really heavy topics like with death uh again like the first two episodes wolverine loses his best friend um the they got morph like just straight up fucking dies and like it's him dealing with that and like Scott dealing with losing, uh, 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 God, 
I haven't watched I haven't watched uh, the nineties show, but I assume you're talking about Jean Grey. Jean Grey, yes, thank you, God, my brain. I was one of kept wanting to say Dark Phoenix because that's when like she dies and goes into becoming Dark she Phoenix. Goes becomes Dark Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. same thing. I was in the movies. Yeah, and the, all the Dark Phoenix movies are bad. Though. Yeah, don't don't watch any of the Dark Phoenix movies. There's all, they're all. Bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Too late on that. Too late on that. I regret the, everything. The nineties cartoon covers it. So watch the nineties cartoon version of it. So much better. But yeah. Anyway, um, it's really good. And like I remember, and like I think. People again don't look at things uh, usually that unless it's service level. So I think parents would freak out, like especially conservative groups would freak out, like you can't tell kids about this, you can't teach kids about this, and like especially with him dating and uh, and like being terrible in those relationships and like uh, or them being terrible to him, they're gonna look at them like, oh, they're showing how you should treat women poorly, or they're or this isn't you shouldn't be dating when you're young or not married or whatever that fucking they want to say, but. They're showing, like, hey, you're going to fuck up. And then he learns from those things later. And then um, was it with uh, Bubblegum and Fire Princess? It's much in the later seasons. Jake, who's kind of like, you know, the mentor, I'd say, kind of, to, to, to Finn. Yeah, I'd say kind of, yeah. Um, stops Bubblegum and says, hey, you had your shot with him. You broke his heart. He's happy now. And, like, that, that scene... Um, it's probably one of the best scenes I can remember in that show because like her, like realizing, Oh, I could have had all this, but now he's with someone else and now I want it. Finn or Jake saying like, yeah, as much as I like you, I love, I, I, Finn deserves to be happy. And you know, yeah, it sucks that his happiness is not going to make you happy, but he deserves this and he's been through this. Uh, and like, how far are you into the show right now? Because like, I've seen it all. Oh, you've seen it all. Okay, good. Just, I, this, I'm just like in a, in a vacuum. This scene, like the way it's acted, the way it portrays the, because yeah. I think even in like adult sitcoms, like in Friends, you think of Ross and, and Rachel and all that. Like they are supposed to be together. Therefore, no matter what obstacles in the way, they will be together. No matter who gets hurt, and that's not how life works, and that's not how it should yeah. work. Even in those shows. I like fucking How I Met Your Mother spoilers for that fucking show, but eventually he just ends up with fucking Robin anyway. Like, yeah. Like, it's so fucking dumb, and like, somebody had to fucking die in that show, and then Robin and Barney had to get the fucking divorce after fucking three seasons building that up. But like, they, they betray it in a way where I think Finn is very. Not Finn. Jake is very mature, and like, the voice acting by DiMaggio there. Yeah. So Dude. fucking good. And animation. Dude, DiMaggio so is just so good in general. Like, I, yes. I think I actually met him at New York Comic Con 2016 along with Jeremy Shada. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I originally was just going to meet Jeremy Shada, but like, I literally saw like a booth um, for like John DiMaggio and like a signing thing. And like, literally, as I was there, he just arrived and I was in the line and shit. Like, and I was like, to kill two birds with one stone. There we go. Met both Finn and Jake. Hell yeah. That is fucking awesome. I, and I love... They seem to really love the show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, like, I, I'm, that that's one of the moments that really sticks out to me. What are some moments in the show that, like, you're like, holy fuck, this is really good? Um, I don't have any, like, uh, particular moments. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, like, uh, maybe, like, uh, uh, how like Finn matures, like maybe like uh, I don't fucking know. Like I guess it's like a development in general from like a boy to a man. Like and now like I I probably phrased that wrong, but like 
Yeah. Like, his so, mistakes hit, are made definitely throughout, like, a, like the first, like, five to six seasons, I think. And, like, he definitely matures after that, I definitely think. Like, like for, like for one of the biggest fuck-ups, I think, for him was, like, him with Flame Princess. Um, like, in, like, her, like, her, like, continuous fights with the Ice King in that episode. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, like, like, the fact that, like, um, uh, like, the fucking, uh, the owl, I can't remember the name of, like, I think it's just, just, like, the something-something owl or something like that. <laughs> and, right. like, like, the, like, the visions with him and, like, him saying you blew it. And then, like, in the end of the episode with Ice King saying you blew it, man, like, that, that's, like, some deep shit, honestly, like. Right. And, like, then we, and then as we see, like, Finn mature and shit, like. My honestly, like my biggest regret, like my not my biggest regret, like my biggest wish that never got true in that, was was Finn like being happy with someone. Like I think they kind of dove into that with Huntress Princess, but like they never really got into it after like they never really like sort of like uh got deeper into it after like a few kisses in like here and there, you know? Right, and I that's where the show I think for me got a little bit above my pay grade because I'm not a smart yeah. man. Um. I, I do love lore, I love meaning and things, but uh, I sometimes I don't see... I, I will have trouble with subtlety. And yeah. um, so I end up watching a lot of video essays on this show and, and uh-huh. preparation for this. Uh, and I do that for a lot. My, my partner, my favorite thing is to watch people talk about things. Because, I don't know, I... This is lack for lack of a better phrase, but I kind of like... It, get off on like people loving things i love watching listening to podcasts where people love what they're talking about or having a good time i love watching video essays yeah. where people are having a good time talking about this thing that makes them happy or passionate or like they remember i like excitement from people i don't like i don't watch espn because it for sports because it's very clear it's a job to those people and they i mean it's kind of soulless and they're they're just saying what they're told to say um, and th- like that, like I when I, like the new for the new G four got canceled, it felt very oh, yeah. like this. We're trying to appeal to young people. It did not to me for the most part feel like like yeah they had a lot of talented people who did have passion, but didn't really feel like their passion was directed. It felt like chaos, and that's why I never really watched yeah. it. It just felt all over the place. Honestly, and it didn't I, really I just feel- watched it to see this Scott the Waz on TV shit. That that never happened. Neither did it. <laughs> No, no, it did happen. Did it happen? It did happen. Oh, okay. It did happen for like a few months, I think. Oh, okay. And then like it was supposed to come back, and then G4 just got canceled. So, so that that, that kind of went uh, downhill there. I, I mean, I really, I'm like old, so like I watched the OG run, and I really, really only watched Adam Sessler, and then X Play, and then it wasn't really like X Play. Like it was, I I thought they're gonna bring it back in a way, and we'll, again, we're gonna come back, but I gotta get this thought out while we're here. It, I think if they would have went smaller budget, smaller groups of people, and did like yeah. they 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 had like X Play was two people and a voiceover guy. They had another review show that was really good with two guys. One was like kind of a dick, and the other was tall. They did a really good job. Uh, you know, like what four people on Attack of the Show? Like keep it small, keep it precise, keep it niche. Then you get the audience. But it felt like again, even though they had very talented people for the most part, there you know there was a few that were annoying, but that they didn't focus that it was too much of getting as much content out as possible rather than a niche yeah. content that would build up a base. But anyway, um, another th- concept, and this isn't something I read about, but it's something I kind of, um, I, I really love found family. Um, I'm a yeah, huge fan of found like, family. That, that's like, like, that, that's like fast and furious in a nutshell right there. 
Family. Found family. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I had to make that joke. Oh no, no, it's perfect. Um, like so. Like, yeah, I I have a wonderful relationship with my dad. Um, and I know I don't. It's not that I don't like. I don't have a bad family, but my 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 friends that I am close with mean so much to me, and they like they are my family. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like, I feel closer to them, even though it's not blood, than I do a lot of people in my extended family, and that's part because I, I can see them, I, I choose to see them, and, you know, all that stuff. But, again, found family hits close to me, because, you know, the people that are closest to me are typically not blood. Um, and there's, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, because this is me just from watching it recently, and then trying to remember video essays. Finn's dad kind of comes into the picture at some point because yeah. the whole like island thing and all that, but he is uh, essentially a con artist, uh, a drifter, yeah. um, and Jake wants to love him because that's his dad. He, he has his that's blood and it's that it's instinctual and you know he's finally back after thinking that he was alone, and his dad fucks him over. You know his dad takes advantage of him. And just he, a big asshole, yeah. Yes, yes, and he just wants to. He just essentially for a while he just gets, and this happens a lot, and I think it's it's true, um, and a lot of these things where these people let blood run over him because it's blood. You're supposed to love him, and eventually, you know, he comes around to realizing who his true family is. Who's essentially like Jake, or uh, yeah, Jake is more of that father figure than his actual dad ever was. You know, Jake is the one who would give him advice, even though, like, it wasn't always the best. Jake, they learn off each other. Yeah. But uh, Jake is actually a father, I think, at that point, right? In the show? Technically? Um. Oh, yeah, he, he is telling a father with Lady Rainicorn, yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, eventually he does realize that. And I know it gets really weird with how it, it's technically, like, a time loop at the end. And, like, all that, but... Yeah. That, that part got a little bit, like... Uh, hurt my brain in terms of like yeah adventure time was, is yeah. adventure time is a very like big with like before the events of adventure time and after the events of adventure time like before it's the great mushroom war after god knows what um but like they kind of uh, hit a rebirth forget, don't they after yeah they like, kinda, i guess they kind of do have a rebirth yeah um yeah um but one thing i do want to mention actually and this is like in the moments that resonated with me too i, I was going to mention this earlier uh, but we kind of got uh, a bit off track with that too. Um, but one thing that resonated with me was was a moment in the show's finale when, like, and this is like, I think it was like um, for a bit of con- for a bit of like a backstory before the finale aired, they were doing like this all day marathon, like like all day they were airing Adventure Time episodes, greatest hits sort of thing, and then they aired the finale, which I thought was really cool, and I oh, watched yeah. it all day long, dude, all day long. Cause I, I was, I, I, it's just, it was just a huge part of my life, and now I just have to see it all the way through, and then like, in the finale, uh, the song uh, that that comes like while they're doing the thing with Gold, um, that that like big red polygonal guy, I forgot like the sort of deity thing. Yeah. Um, they're doing like that sort of song thing, and like that song in general just really hit with me. Like it just, like. It, it's to the point where, like, I, my eyes started wiring a bit just thinking about, like, holy shit, this show is actually ending. 
And then, of course, we got Distant Lands, but still. But then, right. like, but at the time, I was like, oh, my God, the show's actually ending. I'm not going to see any more new episodes after this. And then, like, uh, and, then, and like, it came to mind that my, I never usually cry. I, like, there's, like, very rare moments where I actually cry. And, like, genuinely. So, like, he, see, feeling myself get emotional with this, just, like, that's how, that's how I know that this show meant a lot to me, you know? Right. And I think that's, that's the sign of a good show, a good experience. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, when you the, w- the way you're actually describing that, um, there's also this other quote from the creator that I think's really good. Um, and he talks about what, like, why Adventure Time on its surface is what it is, and the meaning underneath. And yeah. he says, um, one of my favorite things about anime is how much depth there is to characters and their experiences. Uh, he quotes shows like Naruto. Um, which I haven't seen. My oldest kid is obsessed with Naruto, and he'll he'll go on he'll, like pretty much every night. Um, he'll give me a rundown of what he's learned about Naruto, and I don't understand anything he's saying because um, <laughs> I haven't seen it. But I love him, and I love listening to him talk about it. But um, Full Metal Alchemist and Attack on Titan, which oh god, I fucking the first season of Attack on Titan is so goddamn good. But he goes on oh, to yeah. talk about those and the way that they center around children, but a deal. They deal with adult issues and exhibit real-life values um, that even some real-life people struggle to incorporate into their lives. So, I essentially saying, un- under the magic and battles, the drama there's drama that can be inspiring. And I, I kind of equate that to... Um, I-, I mean, I know anime is just you know short for like animation, but like, you could say that... And this is... Actually, no, God, this is making me upset, so... This is like Western anime in terms of like yes, on its surface it's cute, fun, whatever, but it's much heavier underneath, and it makes me feel really upset. Like hearing the Disney CEO talk about how animations, you know, for just for kids, which is stupid, and then the way that now Warner Brothers, HBO Max, Discovery, Time Warner, whatever, are essentially viewing animation the same way, which is not, and even the best kids animation. Is teaching them things and or teaching them things that help them become adults. So in a way, it is adult. Yeah, it is um, also for adults in that way because adults can learn from that shit too. And it sucks that these old mother, let me let me correct these old white motherfuckers because <laughs> they are <laughs> that's good way to put it. Yeah, old white motherfuckers who have who've been born into money who have no real experiences who weren't like my generation raised by the fucking TV. Because our parents had to go fucking work, you know, 50, 60 hours a week. And they're just like, no, it's just for babies. Babies watch this thing and they go goo gaga at it. Shows like Adventure Time have to exist. They need to. Yeah. It's unrealistic to say we can teach our kids all this. Like, I'm going to get shit as a parent for saying this, but we have to work all the fucking time. Especially right now with inflation and, like, there's no help coming for us. We have to bust our asses constantly. Yeah, you know they're going to watch a lot of TV, so we can get laundry done or <laughs> or pick the house picked up or whatever. Because I live in the Midwest, it's about to be winter time, they can't go outside. Fuck. So just that ignorant view of the this as a, as a as a, a form of entertainment, a form of storytelling, it's just so ignorant. And yeah, um, yeah, like like honestly, like it if it was up to me, like. I would purge the concept of animation from these old white guys' brains. Yes. Just so they can stop saying animation is for kids. Because it's not! 
It's not. You're right. <laughs> I just had to get that out of my system. I'm sorry. That was good. Like you said, you get that booming deep voice. It sounds really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, I, I just really want to get into voice acting. Uh, it, like, I just like a like a side gig, you know. Dude, ask ask around. It's, put it up on Fiverr. You you got a like I said a very unique, very audio friendly voice. Look into it. I encourage. Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. I definitely am. Yeah. Uh, so I, I want to like also talk a little about the non-heavy stuff um, of this show. Yeah. Um, the the moments that like caught my eye um, are some of this the ridiculous silliness. Silliness. That's that's yeah. a really hard sentence to say. There's two moments that in particular have stuck out in my mind. Um, when Jake, not Jake, Finn is singing um, in an auto-tune voice about his baby socks on his little baby feet. Oh, um, wait. Oh, I remember this part. God damn it. And it's so fucking cute. So I got three moments. And it's so fucking funny. And it's like, it feels very um, old school Simpsons almost. Like, oh, remember when I swallowed that one, like that little computer or whatever he says that say why how he could do that with his voice. Love I, that I, moment. I don't, I have not seen The Simpsons or at least not much of it. Watch seasons three through eight maybe half and nine but three through eight are perfect after that it's hmm. absolute dog some of nine like <laughs> i said some of nine fits and there's like a handful of episodes in ten but after after that it's cliche but three through nine yeah. are picture perfect and and like some of the best comedy you're ever gonna get heart, comedy with heart after season after season eight essentially um they they switch to a new a head writer and he took like all the heart out of it and then you know past that is what it is um but that 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 one was really funny there's also an episode where um help me with the vampire uh vampire's name the young lady who sings oh, marceline song. marceline uh it's mostly a a finn marceline episode at the very end she's like what's that pocket oh like, yeah shirt for yeah, so, yeah, oh, i, I keep... remember yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and there's like, oh, Jake's in there. What's up, Jake? And then he just fucking farts. Farts, and like, right I, at the end, cuts off after that. We were like, I think it was one of the nights we let our kids stay up, and we're just laying on the couch, and that happened. And my partner and I laughed uncontrollably for like 15 minutes because it just hit us out of nowhere. So fucking funny. Yeah. Um, and I, then, I, I don't remember how I reacted to that as a kid, but like, like honestly, like I, I probably would have had a laughter if I was a kid uh, when I was a kid there. I don't remember it at all, but like. Yeah. yeah, and then the last one is when uh, that's like funny, but also kind of tragic is when Bemo changes batteries oh, and just okay. dies temporarily and like has to trust that it will fall on the new batteries that oh, put the down. Trust ball, yeah. Holy I, I remember shit! That moment too, yeah. That made me unnecessarily tense and like, but I love it. It's just like little shit like that in the show that I absolutely love. Yeah, like uh, I don't want to say this is a silly moment. Any more of like a kind of a, I guess kind of tragic moment, is like, it was like episode five of season one, the Enchiridion episode, where like like a bunch of elves were like, supposedly in danger, and Finn saves them, and then like and like the elf the elves are like, thank you for saving us. Now heal his old lady. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think we just watched that episode not too long ago. Oh. <laughs> well, what a coincidence! Yeah, and then just this fucking kills like three old ladies and i was like holy shit as a kid even though i never said shit i didn't even know what the fuck the word meant at the first and when i was a kid my dad was in the navy so i learned how to curse very very early <laughs> ah 
Um, I also love, like, um, it has, I don't remember if Adventure Time does, but I know it has crossovers with voice actors. I know, um, BMO's voice actress is, um, one of the, um, Mabel's friends in Gravity Falls. Yeah, Gravity Falls, yeah. Gravity Falls was one of my There's, like, this time in, like, one of the uniquely animated Adventure Time episodes where, like, uh, like, you know, it's, like, the, the unique art style that's, like, distinct from the other episodes. I think it was like a cameo with JJ you can tell who create regular show and plays Mordecai. He actually plays a blue jade that does the O <laughs> thing. You know, you, you know what I'm talking about? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and speaking of crossovers, they did one with Futurama because it was one during this. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. When the revive, like when it got revived, because um, you know DiMaggio does Bender's voice very famously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there's like a thing where like Jake's like. And Jake and Finn were like in like a dungeon or something, right? And then Drake's like, "What time's it?" And Finn's like, "Time for you to shut up." Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I they got there. I they don't have details of it, but they apparently uh, the Simpsons did a little bit of a spoof of Adventure Time as well, which is kind of oh, cool. Oh yeah, wasn't it like in like this one big scene with like crossovers and stuff like. Like like anime and uh, like there's like there's like a it was like a bunch of Simpsons families in like a Treehouse of Horror episode. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say? Like you know yeah, what I'm talking about? The episode is called Monty Burns's Flying Circus. Um, it doesn't really give a lot of details about the the crossover for it though, so I'm not sure. Yeah, like like honestly, the only the only that's like one of the only like Treehouse Horror moments I remember. Like at this, like at this point, like like I'm not very good with like binge watching like honestly like it's exactly why i'm never gonna watch like the entirety of fucking one piece because like it's a thousand plus episodes i can't watch them all in like the span of two years or one year or hell even five that's not bid watching that's a fucking job <laughs> yeah it's actually it's a job like i'm gonna get a job soon hopefully so like i'll have less and less time to do that sort of shit no, I, I like I love binging things, but like yeah, there's certain series like I'll never start because it's yeah. so fucking big. My, um, I I watched the boys and the guy who played Soldier Boy was in Supernatural, and that show has like fucking eighteen seasons. Like I'm never gonna oh, watch yeah. that. Yeah, That's I did have heard the Supernatural seasons. is really long. Yeah, and like you know, it's like most shows, it has a sweet spot of episodes that are actually good. So, yeah, when they go on that long, um. Trying to think of anything else we might want to touch on. Like, it's just... Oh, there is something I did want to yeah. touch on, actually, myself. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, so, before the events of Adventure Time, the Great Mushroom War. Um, I, I've been trying my best to, like, figure out how I could do this, but I was, I'm was i really, really considering some sort of way to have, like, some sort of prequel portrayal, personal portrayal of what I think happened during that time when, like, Mushroom War happened, and, like, the Lich being unleashed into the world, destroying the majority of humanity. I really want to make something, like, my personal portrayal. I'm thinking either, like, an audio-only sort of thing, hire, like, voice actors to do that to help with characters and shit, mm -hmm. or a book. Because I know for a fact I cannot do a short film or, like, some sort of, like, half-hour, like, to an hour film or some shit. Like, I cannot do that at all. Right. Because, like, cause, like I, I'll just have less and less time. And, I, and like, with, like... A thing like a book or an audio only thing, I can make it like very flexible. And like with a film, I would have to like find a way to like 
like film sets and shit. Like I cannot do that. Right. I film most money. of my YouTube videos in my room. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, yeah, just money wise. Like you could always do storyboard it, storyboard it with audio. I guess that's, I guess I can also do that. Yeah. Work, work with an artist that like also an maybe animatic, has the right? same passion. Dynamic sort of thing. Yeah. I I yeah, honestly yeah, that, that 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 could work, but that's like also like a money sort of thing, you know. I, yeah. I highly doubt I'd be able to contact an artist to be willing to do all that for free. I like, you find that's, someone that's, like that's equal-minded and just best. wants to work on it with you. Sometimes that happens, you know. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. people just want to create things because it's fun to create things. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think that would be really cool. I mean, maybe not like a a podcast like audio thing would be probably the cheapest. Like yeah. voice act, like almost like an old uh, serial type deal. Yeah, and like honestly, like another reason why I want to do a sort of like much more lich th- prequel thing is because, like honestly, for some reason, I can do a really good lich voice. Like, like, like it's just I, I, I have no idea how I was able to do it. Like, I think the last time I did a lich voice was like one year ago. Like, I was doing like a fucking meme about the lich loving the New York Mets or some shit. I don't fucking remember. Why the Mets? Uh, it was like a meme on Twitter or something. I don't know. You kids, I cannot keep up with fucking memes. I'm so confu- <laughs> I'm so confused. Like, eighty percent of the time I'm on the internet. Like, every once in a while I'll circle back to being from a meme from the early two thousands. Like, oh, I get that now. But yeah, dude, I I kind of felt bad for for fucking Nathaniel Bandy when like the fucking profile picture and any Nathaniel Beast shit came along. Like, I, like, right in the same year where it's going to be Bane's universe, so people were probably going to fucking shit on that because of the meme. Uh, it gets eyes on it, though. I mean, I'm, that meme started, I, I it helped the Eclipse channel very, very much. Oh, yeah, that, that is that is true, yeah. Um, we just gotta, we gotta ride the wave the right way, even if it can be frustrating, because it, it did get yeah. annoying uh, seeing every comment on every clip being, hey, ain't you Nathaniel B? Jeez. I mean, I think you can also, like, block words and phrases, too. Have you ever tried that? Well, I mean, I I could, but I also have an ego thing, so I like just since I help I help with the clips channel, I like seeing everything I can with people interacting with it. So, yeah, <laughs> the, the fuel I the, fuel the ego. Um, so I think overall, though, like, uh, so like my my partner, her cousin's younger, her and her husband are younger than me, and. They did, they went, her, they were telling me about, like, they love Adventure Time. Like, there is their show. And they yeah. went to a wedding that was Adventure Time, and everyone dressed up like characters, which I saw. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Dude, I want to see pictures of that now, but I know right. it probably breached their privacy. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't have those on me, or actually I would send them to you, but, like, he just telling me about it, and, like, I was like, holy shit, like, this show really... Dude, means something to people i would probably geek out so hard right now like 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 i would geek out so badly just because like i've never heard of like an adventure time wedding and now i really want to come up with like concept images of that shit in my head uh it does feel weird a wedding and adventure time because it almost seems like they kind of clash with the terms of like because adventure time ultimately although i think it is a, like it ends essentially with kind of peace and how we move on and like yeah. with the whole rebirth thing and like basically a form of him and jake finding each other again and all that um which i think is really cool but also kind of not it's almost nihilistic it's like it's um, it's an optimistic wait, are you are you talking about like the actual adventure time finale or like something distance lines related? Cause you say you didn't watch that right yeah so i think from what i from the actual finale if i remember correctly okay yeah 
Yeah, honestly, like, the only thing I'll tell you about Disneyland's is, okay, so yeah, so one is BMO-themed, uh, the other is Marceline and Princess Bubblegum-themed, uh, the third one is Finn and Jake, like, almost entirely Finn and Jake, and you will not expect what, go what like, uh, goes down in that special. It's unexpected, but it's still really emotional and good. Um, fourth one, I think, is, like, Peppermint Butler, like, at a wizard thing. I think that one's called Wizard City. I don't, I don't know. That, 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 that was, like, my least favorite, honestly, but, like, it, it's still good. That one's still good. But, like, uh, honestly, yeah, yeah. If I would choose which one's best, it's definitely the Finn and Jake one. Together again. Together again. Okay. Yeah, I'm it's called Together Again in, dis in the Disneyland. I'm so, uh, okay. Thing. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I think if you, if anybody who has listened to the show long enough, especially if you go back to my interview with uh, Chari Five where we talked about Kingdom Hearts, um, I am a crier. I... I'm a person who does not feel a lot, but when I do, it's very extreme, right? Like, that's, yeah. that is an uh, autism thing, I think. Uh, I don't remember exactly what typically causes that in people. I've talked to doctors about whatever. But, so, like, when I start, I try to keep myself from feeling, which sounds really awful. Uh, but, you know, when I do, it's heavy. And so I want to kind of look up... Um, what happens to that before I watched it because I don't want to I want to have my mind ready for um that so I don't get so I don't get too sad <laughs> yeah um so like example um it's on TikTok last night and a lot of my TikTok is adorable cats and dogs because it's cute cats and dogs are cute and they had yeah, one of this little three-year-old doggy um, at a, a meet and greet, um, and the lady was like, and the thing was, you know, someone please come and adopt Bob. And it's little Bob, he's a cute little scruffy-looking puppy, and no one came over to pet him. And, and I read in the comments, she's like, yeah, only like two people came over the whole two hours we were out there. I was like, that dog needs to be adopted. It was in New York, otherwise I would have fucking adopted that dog. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and I'm still sad about that. So, um with that being said, that's why, and like that's kind of why, the ending, to before we the the special that came out, um, but the ending to this show to me is like a weird mixture of, I think it's more of like a realistic way of looking at for me anyway, and I'm not not shitting on anybody's religious beliefs, but for me it it felt more like a, a realistic way of what could happen after we die which is kind of like the rebirth going back to the universe coming back linked to things um but also it's kind of really sad because all those things that happened um in a way are, are kind of forgotten so it was like a very bittersweet ending to the show yeah. uh, again not not counting the 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 stuff that came after that i have not seen but you have um and it, it, it kind of reminded me of the end of the original ending of Futurama. Um, which, or are you familiar? Uh, did you watch Futurama by chance? Uh, no, no, I haven't. So do you, do you know the core concept though? With like, yeah, uh, Fry, yeah, so. Fry is in love with Leela, and a lot of it is like them just missing the mark getting together. So at the very end of that show, he gets uh makes a deal with the robot, uh, devil, to get his hand so he could play this instrument they have in the future that when you play it it brings up like essentially a movie and it tells the story with your music with like animation or whatever and he is able to tell this really beautiful story with these robot hands 
but and she's like, oh, I, I finally get your love. Like, and then they're like, oh, let's be together. But he's like, oh, shit, that's not really who I am. I need to get my old hands back. And, so, and he gets his old hand back, and he plays the instrument. It sounds terrible, and it's like this, instead of being this beautiful movie that's being projected on the instrument, it's like this crude draw thing, like stick figures of them together. And, you know, she still, she wells up and cries, and says, wow, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, and they get together. Very, oh, like, really? emotional, or, like, it's assumed they get together, but you don't quite know. Um, yeah. And that, and it felt, those two endings kind of felt the same, like, um, and also, yeah, there's also another, there's like four different endings Futurama because it kept coming back and getting canceled, coming back and getting canceled. Now it's coming back it's again. It's coming back again. They almost didn't bring back the Macho for it. Hulu tried to be cheap about it. And then. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. He very smartly was like, hey, they don't want to like pay me a reasonable wage for arguably one of the biggest voice actors in all of voice acting. And so people are like, we're not going to fucking watch this show, Hulu, unless you pay these fuckers. So I'm glad they did. Yeah. Uh, just this show, like I don't know, like any like uh, anybody over eighteen. This is for you. It really hits different if you're high. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, the humor, the emotions. It is definitely a show that I felt like was enhanced. Um, with. You know, a little help from our friends. Um, <laughs> it it, it kind of I could. It's not a stoner comedy, but it's definitely, you know, the bright colors, the over the top humor, the you know the the kind of subtle emotional stuff. It's perfect for that. Just for anybody yeah. who is of age and a and legally obtaining, uh, you know, the substance to get you to that point is great for that. Just a thought for those people. Um, so, um, I think we've really covered a lot about this show. Is there anything else you want to um, touch on before we go? Um, uh, I can think of. I guess I can think of like a like a sort of like a conclusion message. I don't know. I would have to improvise it a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm a. Uh, Adventure Time has really been a big part of my life. Uh, it it was uh, it it was there from like a very beginning part of my life, and now it's still with me today. Like hell, I, I like it's to the point where I kept my Halloween costume for like 2013. It still barely fits on me for some odd reason. Like like it was like a Finn costume from like 2013. I even have my old Adventure Time Monopoly board above my shelf. Oh, that's awesome. I might have to find yeah, that. Yeah, like, it's like a really long board, too, compared to, like, usual Monopoly boards, too. Like, it's so weird to see compared to my to like my other two ones up there. Actually, no, I guess it's three, technically, yeah. But, like, yeah, Adventure Time was a big, it's a big part of my life, I, I think. Uh, I don't really think it's going to go away anytime soon. It's, uh, it's just, it's just such a... The way it, 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 it buys, like, so much of its messages, like, really shows its maturity. And, like, like yeah, like the first few seasons every now and then, um, until like uh, like middle of season three or so, like it, it gets it's mostly really silly shit, but like once you get once you get to that point where just like you start to understand like a bunch of mature messages like I did when I was a kid, it really really hits hard, and I'm like, it it 
that, that, that's like a lot of the reasons why I think that Adventure Time is my favorite show of all time. And just like, I I, I mean, I understand like it also like if like people think regular show is their favorite show like compared to Adventure Time, but like honestly, like they're never gonna convince me that Adventure Time is worse than regular show. Like it, it's I didn't like, like a personal regular show. Thing. I'm being I'm being honest. I, I oh, show really? never that. I, again, I I am old, I am not the target audience for it in terms of like my age and stuff. I it never clicked with me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but like, man, like I'm just, yeah, it's uh, I I really don't know where else to go from here. I I'm trying to find the best way to, to <laughs> excuse this me. Shit. Uh, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Bless you. <laughs> um, so why we've we been? Oh God, seeing stars. I'm so when I'm old. I'm old. Yeah. And when I sneeze, my back kind of goes out every time, and then I see stars. It's very painful. Uh, <laughs> don't don't get old is what I'm telling you. I will do my best, but I feel like it's going to be kind of inevitability. Um, can I, I – so I've been reading a little bit as we've been talking um, because, like I said, I have to prepare myself for the um, the uh, ending with the, the, um, the uh, special – that the happens. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if this is that quote, but um, this is from the Vanderbilt Hustler. They wrote an article about the that about their particular episode in that, and yeah. they have um, written here. But for those who have, those who come along with brothers on every possible adventure together and every possible life together, it means everything. At the end of Together Again, Jake and Finn are, well, together again, and death and life and everything in between. Um, and they have the quote um, from, from I think, Jake that says, because it's great being alive with you. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm not going to say where when that is, but, like, it, it really hits hard once you, like, once you, like, actually watch Together right. Again. Like, like God... I don't get why people hate that special. Like, like I've seen like at least one person hate that special. Like, why? Can I? Um, why do you hate emotions? Can I? Can I gather the guess why people hate the special? Special, and this is something I've been learning in the last uh, pretty much since COVID era with everyone being online. Um, so that people are miserable assholes. <laughs> ah. I, I think no matter um, because I I think like. Uh, Let's say Terminator Two, Judgment Day is considered the best Terminator, right? Yeah. Uh, or, or it was really, really good. That movie came out in today's age of the internet. Everyone would be freaking out how it just went away for everything the first one was, and it just doesn't make any sense, and blah 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 blah. Same thing with Aliens, which was a you know it was just like with Terminator it was a shift in tone, but still great. Yeah. And I think, you know, so I think this, from what I'm reading, at least their story in particular sounds really, really good. But people are going to bitch no matter what, dude. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I'm I glad Twitter's imploding and hopefully it won't be a thing anymore. Because all <laughs> people do about anything is bitch. People put, like, it's okay if something's bad and you're like, it's not for me. Or it's not for you. You understand it's not for you. Or if it's clear it's a money grab um, by a corporation, um, like, uh, I think, the Slenderman movie. Where it's like no oh, one, no like, one with passion wrote this movie. Like, <laughs> um, like all that that makes sense, but people just hate and bitch about everything. It's not exactly what they wanted it to be. And they don't just yeah. let the stories be. Like it just 
it's just exhausting. I'm sure that's why most people bitched about this special. It's because it it was it was a big build up to something amazing, and it was never going to meet their internal expectations. Yeah, like, um, and for the record, I do like Terminator Dark Fate. I I don't know why. Like, people people really like to to hate that hate like like a lot of shit. Like, so so yeah, you're definitely right about that. Um, yeah, like. I guess, like, trying to conclude this sort of thing, like, in the end, like, Adventure Time is very near and dear to my heart. It always will be. Even when I get old and die, or just die, I don't know which. But, yeah, like, it's, it just means so much to me, and it always will. I think the highest compliment I could pay this show, uh, my, my start in podcasting was I wrote research for the Venture Brothers podcast, for the not the network that I'm on, the After the Hype Network. Yeah. My very first appearance on a podcast was, I was on two episodes of that show. Um, one was just a random episode. The other was us previewing what we thought the next season was going to be, which eventually got canceled because fucking goddamn uh, all the shit going Damn on. Damn it, David. Actually, it got canceled before him. It was when ah. there was another acquisition that happened before this one. I don't remember what exactly it was, but they cut a lot from Cartoon Network um, because the guy who, uh, or no, it was the guy who had run, was running like the animation, loved Adventure Brothers. So even though it wasn't necessarily a money making show, he kept it around because it was good. And once yeah. the new person took over, they're like, "Oh, this doesn't make money," and they they allowing for a movie that's supposed to be coming out. Hopefully, that's still happening. God knows what the, at this point, but that show is animation that is at its core a comedy or at its surface a comedy, but. That show deals with some really, really deep, heavy shit um, in subtle and not subtle ways, like like Adventure Time. And my biggest compliment I can give Adventure Time is I would put it up there with the Adventure Brothers in terms of like animated tiers. Like that is, they are both S tier animation storytelling, in my opinion. All right, yeah, that's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's very. Yeah, like honestly, like it's definitely at, uh, on top of there. I think I might be exaggerating when I say it's my favorite show of all time. I think I might go to Breaking Bad, but like, it's it's seriously up there. Just it's not because of bias. You know what I mean? No, I mean you like, love what you love, man. You don't have to justify it. Yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah, so yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's all I want. I personally wanted to say. Um. All right. So, uh, anything you want to plug before you go? I know you recently had your your big special um, here in the last month. Yeah, my big finale on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like if you haven't watched uh, Nintendo Lab Week, uh, go watch it. You might like a bunch of the jokes, or you might not. Either way, it gives me views and attention. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, uh, and I, I and I'm I'm mostly joking about that. Mostly joking. I don't really care anymore, because <laughs> I'm 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 quit I quit YouTube and all that. Um, but like. We all come um, back. Yeah, I guess like I guess like for like uh, social media, I guess follow me on Twitter, uh, random individual. Although the second I in individual is cut out because of the character limit, um, so uh, that that that's unfortunately uh, something that I have to deal with every now and then. So it's just like, I guess like follow me on Twitter if you like uh, just like want to see those, like a bunch of my shenanigans, like that isn't like YouTube stuff now, but uh, yeah. I'll, uh, uh, it was great ha- being on here a second time, Brock. Uh, thanks so much for the opportunity. Uh, yeah, we uh, we can. Uh, uh, I guess uh, that's it for me. All right, and um, yeah, go check out his stuff. Subscribe to his channel because, as content creators, when we say we're done, we always come back. 
<laughs> we always there's something that will call us all eventually, and we're like we have to do that. So maybe maybe flood him with subs and uh, get him to get him to come back to to the YouTube. Um, watch his stuff, uh, dude is great. You're you're funny. You're talented. You're you're much more full of life than I am with your youthfulness. So um, yeah, thank uh, you, thank you. Uh, follow him for damage boost. We have damage boost on YouTube, where I am just essentially uploading as I can these episodes currently. At some point, I will get into making actual YouTube content. I it's just it's a lot of work. I'm still learning how to video edit, and I don't want. I know I can't make a masterpiece for my first uh, for my first real content, but I also don't want it to be just bad. So that will eventually happen. So subscribe to that uh, Damage Boost podcast on Twitter, Damage Boost podcast on TikTok, and Damage Boost podcast on Twitch, which I am currently streaming for Extra Life. Uh, we've raised over five hundred dollars so far. Um, I would like to get to a thousand, if possible, by the end of November. And that all goes to my local children's hospital where I live and where my uh, children were taken care of because they are little preemies. Um, so it, it's, a, it's a place that I know does great work and um, is very, very special to me. So, Random, thank you again, and um, I hope to have yeah, you on again sometime soon. Yeah, 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 I'll see you, see you soon. Um, uh, yeah, thanks everyone for watching this guy's podcast. Um, uh, he definitely deserves the support. Um, so yeah, um, uh, yeah, I guess we can be done there. All right, everybody, be good people.